This program is part of a vast landscape, available only at openandclear.com. feeding there. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Got a different I setup here. I love that intro. Yeah. I love that intro. Oh, it's, it's moving every time. I enjoy it. So good. I feel like I'm sitting on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, but it sure looks like it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so when I went for Christmas, it, oh wait, you know, okay, had nothing to, oh, nothing about your looks or anything. You don't look like Santa, but I'm on your lap. So but anyway, okay, <laughs> welcome everyone to Dreamwalkers, where we discuss the uh, metaphysics of dreams, astral projection, out of body experiences, death, and a makeshift of all sorts of different 
genres of everything that comes up, right? <laughs> yes. You're getting comfortable over there reclining in your nice little chair. Hmm? I love my new setup. I should nice. have been doing this my whole life. <laughs> so how, it's been a while. How's it? How's it been going? Good, good. I've been interestingly like very action oriented in life, and so for whatever reason, like I haven't remembered a lot of dreams lately. You know, I feel like I'm on the same page. I, I, uh, it's been a lot of get up and go, get up mm-hmm. and go with the boys and everything. So, but I think it's the the energy of the thing. I think it's October. That's what I think it is. I think you're right. It is Scorpio season, and yeah. for for whatever reason, for me, it's every single year, every time. When this time comes around, it's like go mode. I usually have big changes going on in October. I've noticed mm-hmm. big changes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, definitely go, go, go. I've been working a lot. It's been enjoyable. Getting a lot done. Good. Officially started yeah. recording my Evoking Spirit course. I'm excited. That's Finally. <laughs> yes. So we got a couple introductions down. It's it's unique because I'm there's it's a course series called Evoking Spirit, and that mm-hmm. means it has seven different courses within the Evoking Spirit series. So there's you know like how to see the spiritual universe, how to hear the spiritual universe. These are different courses, but they're complete in themselves, focused on different aspects of sensory perception. Mm. So even like how to smell, which is usually taken kind of a weird idea. How to smell the spiritual universe, how to taste the spiritual universe, and just in this way mastering every single sensory perception. Mm. Yeah, pretty excited about it. That sounds amazing. I take it kind of my way of my evidence of experiencing the spiritual universe because you know I could say it all day and I could talk about it all the time no one, no one really believes it until they experience it and see it and know it themselves so yeah like that's this true way, uh, teach them and then then you know then you know is it a good text do you want to share it with the class it's my mom <laughs> she was calling me <clears throat> I just had to let her know I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that recliner. You know? You're just a little too relaxed now. Like, I know. Oh, I'm like way <laughs> chilling right now. It's funny because in all the other broadcasts, I was so much more like Aries. <laughs> I think I'm just more like, oh, Taurus right now. <laughs> chilling on my sofa I like this though I feel like it's more flowy for me and I'm able to really like kind of that that was a lot of words I'm able to flow in the conversation a lot better I feel more relaxed sounds good 
Yeah. So where's but, it flowing? Uh, <laughs> where's it flowing? <laughs> you have some dreams? Oh, I did have a vampire dream the other day. My wife's been watching some vampire TV show in the background sometimes. And I did have a vampire sh- a dream where I was running from vampires in a way, trying to escape. It was awesome. Don't you? <laughs> do you have these a lot? Like these escaping from monster dreams? Uh, no, not monster escaping from monster dreams. I'm usually attempting to find my way out of buildings. Interesting. And mazes. Yeah, and this that's makes sense. That's kind of how my mind works. Like, <laughs> I like. I mean, I. I feel like you are looking for every possibility to like escape. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Not, not so much entirely now looking for a way to escape, but uh, I did have, as she's been watching these, these shows, I, I, of course, think of the symbolism in which I relate with, and I think of, you know, a vampire, or someone that sucks someone dry, or, you know, like stealing their energy and stuff like that, and what what that is and so in the same way as far as the dream is concerned I'm wondering possibly I was recognizing maybe you know I'm trying to escape from the essence of my mind that is draining like I think like the I oh man I wish there was a way to not be tired ever again that'd be great mm. It's like, you know how much you can get done if you didn't have to sleep anymore and deal with being exhausted. And it's like this body thing, you know? You get so much done. Yes. So, Holy mother of God, do I know how much I could get done if I didn't have to sleep. So in this way, besides me being absolutely pale, uh, in comparison to you, right? <laughs> My body is a vampire. It's sucking me dry, man. It's sucking my own blood. I think, okay, so that's the same thing I was getting from your dreams of wanting to get out of buildings. It's not like you're running out of the building or whatever, or like desperately know. trying to get out, it's like but an just escape trying to get room. out of the building like is, an, is like you yeah. trying to find a way to be more free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say trying to escape a room, it's not like from a monster, like you were saying, but like an escape room. Have you ever done one of those? I haven't, but I've heard a lot about it. No, but exactly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it, it's like, you know, just figuring out like a puzzle, trying to figure out a labyrinth or trying to figure out how to get through it, get out of it. It's, I mean, if I'm trying to think of an escape to freedom, as you were t- mentioning, it would be in the way of, you know, into reality. Like, I'm always trying to think of and analyze my way out of this reality. Interesting. That's fascinating. That's, a, that's cool. Because I, I when, especially when it's a house, it's a very big symbolism, of, and depending on the room, uh, of what is your life and mm-hmm. I believe I mentioned to you a while back about a house I was trying to get out of in that maze 
and it was usually in the attic and through different things in the attic and balconies and stuff and the attic has to do with you know your development of your consciousness and higher self and and working through you know the unseen little projects there that's fascinating that makes me think of a few dreams i've had where i think almost every time i'm in a inside of a building i'm on one of the higher levels of the building yeah i and really can mean anything I've we come wanted down to. and i feel like i've come down to the basement yeah. and it's like very dark and like damp and and like there's like really interesting stuff down there like really intense deep shit <laughs> yeah yeah I believe that's where we hide the vampires and the skeletons uh-huh. I just want to interrupt for a second and tell everybody listening that there is uh, you can join us by signing up and tell us about your dreams if you in, want to talk about them or we interpret them a little bit I know you can fill out the form, the Dreamwalker Club, and join the club and be a part. Uh, you can go to the openandclear.com website and go down on the contact page. Or you can click the link in the description. Sorry. Okay. So those deep, dark places. <laughs> the flooded basement. Is it unfinished yeah, basement? Yeah, uh, so I love that you were talking about that, like, a house is sort of where, where your life is at. Which is, okay, so what I'm thinking about is one particular dream, one I told you about, where I was, like, having a lucid dream, and I recognized that I was yeah. in a room, but it wasn't the room, and I was like, oh my god, this isn't your room, like, I was, you know. And, and the then, wall, with the wall wobbling. But then... It turned into a dream. It's like I lost the lucid part of it, and then I just... Whatever I did, like, I released my control of the dream, or whatever you want to call it. But then, like, I went down into the lower level, and that was, like, dark. And it was very interesting because it was all family in that other room. In the basement. Like, dad and a lady I knew and like my sister was there like just there in the background like the lower basement part is like my family members were there that's where you keep the storage of things you don't necessarily need to use right now possibly I guess so and then the upper level was like white and bright like we were, I was sitting on a bed and it was all white sheets, a white comforter, and like everything was white. Oh, this is the bedroom. It was a bedroom, but there were like other rooms that I explored, and every single room was all white, like the walls and the ceiling. I could see it like it was very rectangular, and I could see the angles and the ceiling, and everything was white. I mm. could perceive like the edges of the room but it was just like all of the walls were white and everything it was very bright there weren't any lamps but like <laughs> it's lit up from within yeah yeah <laughs> it just lit itself up 
<laughs> so, do you would you consider white everywhere kind of plain? Would I consider it what? Or would you consider white everywhere kind of plain or elegant? Or how would you describe white oh, everywhere? Oh, in that sense? Just be careful you're describing your sex life. <clears throat> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> For real? <laughs> Not necessarily, but uh, <clears throat> possibly. Uh, so... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say what I was gonna you say. You already did with the white <laughs> everywhere. It was uh well actually I was going to say it was very sensual. Yeah. <laughs> Silk sheets maybe? <laughs> oh shit. It was really uh, spiritual and uh, uh, yeah, enlightening. Yeah. Now you're making up shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, the space felt very ethereal and, um, like, higher, higher vibrational. Like, it was... Yeah. That's good. It was very clean and clear and... There was some coziness about it. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> well, it really can be exactly what you're saying. I mean, the fact that you're comfortable. It, and it depends on a little bit what you were doing in the dream and this was the dream with that friend of yours right and the yeah, wall so wobbling the right yes yeah at some point interesting very mm. interesting the wall was shaking like he was sh he was like putting his hand on the wall well i'm like putting my hand on you he was putting his hand on the wall and then like it was it, it was all of a sudden there were bricks there oh. and they were rickety they were rickety did it seem unstable unstable did it seem unstable no it was totally safe it wasn't going to fall I knew it wasn't going to fall but he was very upset about the rickety bricks did and he, he kept think it was going like, to fall it was like, don't you see? They're rickety. And I was like, but they're fine. Define rickety? Is that like a... Like oh, okay. <laughs> rickety. Like, like it was almost like, okay, if you've ever seen a brick wall and then like the mortar is loose, like oh, the yeah, bricks yeah. are not solidly on the uh, mortar. Like it's so old that they're apart. like kind of yeah. 50. And he kept yeah, moving okay. the wall and the bricks were moving and I was like, but they're not gonna fall unless you push it. Like they're perfectly fine, they've been there forever. Yeah, when I when you were first telling me this story, I was thinking it was like shake like jello. <laughs> but Yeah, okay, so it was a little falling apart, a little old. A little out of date, 
little dusty. 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 Yeah, dusty. Oh man. Could use some sprucing up. Maybe a little spice. I'm so embarrassed right now. Hey, I mean, at least last time you didn't care about talking about your deepest, darkest secrets. Just until you shut up talking about my sex life, and now I'm like, oh god. I'm equally embarrassed and super excited about this conversation. <laughs> like, no, that came out wrong. <laughs> uh, like, oh crap, I have to throw flowers in there somehow. Dang it. Holy shit. Where have we gone? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So I'm Get- good. Then you can start blending in with me a little bit. My rosy <laughs> exactly. cheeks for some reason. a little red on my cheeks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Please just call me Devin. <laughs> so. That's my favorite joke. Okay. Uh, kind of. You get more and more relaxed into that chair. I know, I keep going down and down. I feel, I think it's because the mic is too close. Hang on a second. There we go. Now I can, like, shift up a little bit. Ah, that's better. There we go. Now I'm, like, a little higher up on the camera. Look good? Look <laughs> good. Yeah. So speaking about bedrooms, you uh, have a new friend that had a dream or something you wanted to discuss? (laughs) How did you go from that? (laughs) I think I'm ready. (laughs) That was super smooth, Devin. I love it. I do so. I have a new friend. <laughs> He's putting and mortar in those bricks, I think. <laughs> no, okay, so I haven't had any dreams with him, but, um, yet. Um, but he had a dream, and he told me about it, and, and he said we could, um, talk about it and have you interpret it, so. Cool. I would love to share it. Okay. It is a little different when I'm not talking directly to the person as I I do kind of Ooh, okay, symbolically yes. have mm-hmm. to figure it out, but I can I can give the general it's ideas. It's pretty good. It's pretty descriptive, so I'll just read it and then we can go back through it, but <clears throat> he says, "I was fishing on the river with my two uncles and dad." All of a sudden, I had a big fish on the line. It felt enormous. It swam under the dock. So hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on, don't go there yet. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, it gets better. I'm holding, I'm holding. (laughs) Because I'm thinking of the rest of the dream. Okay. I swam under the dock, so I got down in the water, just on the shore. 
just on the shoreline and then it released. I then turn around and see this large shadow swimming toward me. It was a shark. <laughs> I jumped back on the shore and started yelling at everyone to get out. The beach was built up. It had like two steps essentially. Then out of nowhere, I see a sea lion, a whale, and the shark on the beach next to one another. <laughs> But for some reason, the shark had like feet. It began chasing <laughs> people on the beach. And right below me, because I was on the second tier by then, a bear was just hanging out on the sand. A bear was there. <laughs> and I'm so curious to know what you think this You know? Just talk about it. Oh, I thought you were in the dream or something. No. Oh, I thought No, I wasn't. Unless you were the bear. Actually, when I read it, I thought I was the bear. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, this this place for me would be very comfortable. Because the <laughs> things that we were talking about were like, I'm, I'm chilling. Just a bear? On the sand. Bear. Like, I love to chill in the sand. Like, what's up? Like, I'm watching the shark <laughs> and all the other drama. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it was a shark, a sea lion, and... And a whale. A whale. <clears throat> and the, they were at a lake at first? It was a river. Fishing. A river. And it went yeah. into the ocean. And then all of a sudden there was a shark coming out of the water. Because uh, the, the river. shark... He thought it was a big fish, yep. See, and so he swam questions. under the dock. And then he saw a large shadow swimming toward him, which was a shark. In a river. Apparently. And then the shore had two levels, oh. lower and higher. Oh. And he started yelling at everyone to get out. It's a very evolved shark, and a literally. So it does sound like he has an idea that sharks are scary and, and like to eat people, I guess, right? He's chasing people I on guess. the beach. Yeah, he, there was some danger. Yeah. Obviously. And I'm curious some of his ideas of what happened with the whale. Was it just sitting there, blobbing? Bleh, bleh, I'm a whale. I'm sitting here. Like, flopping around. Maybe the uh, sea it was, lion was He it says, out of barking? nowhere, the sea lion, the whale, and the shark were on the beach next to one another. But for some reason, the shark had feet, and it began chasing people on the beach. Does he live by the water now? Or is that... Well, he lives, he lives in a place where there are lots of lakes yeah. and it... water, and he likes to go fishing. So the water, he was with his two uncles. Two uncles and dad. And dad. So three <coughs> others, mm -hmm. which I'm sure are masculine figures in his life. And they mm -hmm. were fishing mm -hmm. on the river? Right? It was yep. the river? On a dock, I guess. Oh, off the dock, not on a boat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it was not pretty stable. 
a pretty stable outlook onto, say, the movement, uh, expecting something in his in his life as far as uh, an emotional response, like he's searching in the water for something as far say say fish you know the first thing I think of is all how many fish in the sea right you know that mm, a okay. river that and then looking. it happens to be a shark and it's dangerous oh shit well I don't necessarily relate that to what you maybe <laughs> but uh, as far as and that's why it is helpful to discuss it with the person yeah, a little bit. Yeah, to actually talk to the person. Yeah, I get it. But I do want to be able to do like YouTube videos. I want to be able to, to discuss dreams. So I would say as far as uh, it's, it's somewhat of a searching emotionally or being on the out searching and, and I'm glad it's masculine figures fishing which of course might have been a common behavior or activity that he's participated in in his life might be something he's done a lot of uh, but also it's it's a sense kind of a masculine idea where you're keeping the emotions at bay mm-hmm. and you're just kind of picking into it and just a little bit here and there being aware of just little nibbles little bites of emotions uh, but then then sometimes you know you get a little nervous you know, little, little sharks might you know, you know, stir up in you, and this is talking about, of course, in his dream, the representation that he is more so nervous about his lashing out and anger that could that literally eats and tears people apart, and uh, yet he's. I would base it with the initial. I do feel like there's another scene in between the fishing and the shark and the trying to warn people about his danger uh, his anger uh, but then yeah then this so, so being on he the says beach here, he says yeah because he says he got down in the water and then the, the big fish that he felt was really big released oh, and oh, right. then he turned around to see the shadow which happened to be a shark oh, oh he's did he see and know that that was a fish or did it maybe be the shark. I don't think he knew it was a fish. I think... Yeah, I think it was the shark. To see what it was, and then it released, and then there was a shark there. But he actually got in the water to get the... (laughs) Got in the water. He was willing to get into his emotional state, recognize it, and then he's afraid of his emotional... getting emotion... uh, aware of your emotions, and then... You know, because it could be dangerous, and and I know this. I understand this being a man myself. Testosterone and everything is very dangerous, <laughs> and then and oh, that's usually okay. why men keep their emotions at bay, literally, uh, because it we can be dangerous. We can be scary, and scary. It's scary um, in that sense. So as far as He's willing to go into it, but then he was afraid and re- realized it wasn't even a fish. It wasn't just a nibble. It was death in water. As far as, like, mm. uh, if you could think of one, <laughs> there's only a few really common, scary animals. Uh, I mean, if you scream shark on a beach, uh, people go running yeah, everywhere. Yeah, people are so. start running. 
but he feels, uh, I would say, I'd be pretty confident in the beach idea, and the shark had legs, and even got up walking, that he's growing, he's evolving with it, he's, he's seeing that it's more than just a shark can be, however, it still has the intention, or he's more so afraid that there's still the ability that his his anger can still hunt down and search people but but don't worry for there is a bear sitting there yeah so then it was like and by then on the second tier whatever and then a bear he was just hanging out on the sand I love the bear. I want to be the bear. <laughs> I want to watch all that. It's like a movie. Yeah. A bear is definitely, as far as right now, symbolizing a very large masculine figure. Usually, depending on the bear, I'm assuming it's grizzly. Uh, a, a very kind of like... Just like the shark. A big masculine intensity that... I mean, of course... It's above the food chain from us, and mm. they're, they're dangerous in the same way sharks are. Uh, if you aggravate them or in your wrong place at the wrong time, you know. But at the same time, to have just a bear just hanging out, taking in the rays <laughs> on the beach, on the sand, yeah, <laughs> just relax. Just it, it almost seemed as far as how you shared it. Uh, it almost seems like it was a relaxing image. Uh, and the shark kind of disappeared as far as in the story and taking yeah, that that's effect where the of dream the, ended. the shark chasing people and, with feet evolving growing and and the bear is somewhat the same image somewhat the same kind of idea a, a very large masculine very tough thing that really but more squishy <laughs> squishy or fluffy uh, in the way that it, it really only fights when it wants to protect its domain and its children and its loved ones. And so it relaxes more in that sense. But it also mm -hmm. eats fish. So in that, if you take oh. it in that fashion of the fish, the symbolism of the emotions, the nibbles, in, <coughs> and him fishing, and the bear willing, really... I don't know what it would be like if a bear took on a shark. What would happen? <laughs> Never thought about that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's one for you too. That's, uh, that's a good one. Um, interesting that you said the bear eats fish. What I thought about that is the bear's, the bear's subsistence are emotions subsistence that's a good word sub yeah did i say it right <laughs> i don't know yeah, right i don't know the if bear I survives it. sustenance sustenance subsistence oh my god i'm tripping um he survives on eating emotions like if we're thinking of the fish as small yeah. bits of emotion yeah well, the like bear's uh, food is in the water so if you translate it in that fashion, I would say it's 
now it goes from evolving the emotions and using the evolution of anger or he's growing on it you know learning how to you know stabilize it whatever it might be and that's usually where it goes and then an aspect of himself literally lives off the same symbolism as far as fish is concerned and, and embodies the emotion differently uses it for a different purpose opposed to being anger using anger right and you know anger it's not, it's more like just you know powerful energy right. anger is really the just intensity a translation of emotion. yeah it could be it's just the intensity of emotion and when i when i first read it i thought oh wow that's like holy sh that's a lot of emotion there yeah a lot of it's animals. intense and i can see how you would say anger because you've got like all the male figures and that's what we sort of interpret like the testosterone and the male emotion um but i think it's like the intensity of emotion yeah but I mean, he was also yeah. there as himself so it's like his ego his eyes he was on the beach were warning people yeah on the river i wonder if he Who saw like himself on the, on the beach as well if what like how did he see the fit the shark running after people was it third person i i'm questioning maybe it was even first person i think he it, the way it sounds like he was it says i jumped back on shore and started yelling at everyone to get out the beach was built up then out of nowhere there's a sea lion a whale and a shark on the beach next to one another the shark had feet it began chasing people on the beach and okay. right below me was a bear just hanging out <laughs> i like that just hanging out yeah, I, i'm I curious know. about the sea the lion just as well hanging out in the sand. sea lions are notorious for laziness and just uh, complete relaxation on the rocks is, and they there are i've seen films about sea lions that they do have strange suicidal tendencies which is interesting i don't know if that has anything to do really with oh that's fascinating they climb rocks anything. and cliffs and then jump off very very weird reason that we don't want to what yeah i've seen a documentary on it about this large gathering of sea lion i don't know if they it some people think they just fall some people think they jump it's weird but they many of them repeatedly do it there's hundreds that die from suicide <laughs> it's like my life is so boring and lazy <laughs> But sea lions are intense too. All of these animals yeah. are fucking huge. Yeah, they definitely have power. And yeah. if you encountered any of them, you'd be terrified. Yeah. Like any person in their right mind saw a shark would be like, what the fuck? Well, I saw a whale, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm about to die. And if I saw a <laughs> sea lion, I'd be like, I'm gonna back up slowly. And same thing with the bear. Like sea lions are huge yeah. and they're, they can be aggressive. Depends on what kind of whale, really. I mean, maybe True. a killer whale. I mean, 
and actually has teeth. Sharp teeth, anyway. A blue whale oh, black. is ginormous. Killer whales. But An orca. definitely big and powerful. Has a presence about it. Absolutely. But it also being on shore is outside of their element. That's for sure. All of those, really, except the sea lion and the bear, kind of. Hmm. But interestingly, very connected to the water. Yeah. Like, they don't live without it. They would die without the water. Yeah. And, and if we just outwardly just connect that to emotion, you know, I'm thinking of the, the three main focus, even as animal representations or totems, even. That's it. I don't know who this guy is exactly. I don't even know his name, do I? I don't know. And... <laughs> He may be more of an emotional person than he puts off or even cares to admit. Especially animal, as far as water animals, creatures, definitely focus on dealing with emotion and working with emotion and, and a creative source, a creative energy in the sense that, you know, almost constructive does he have his own business? Does he come up with it? Is he a creative person? Yes, definitely. Thank you. He doesn't have his own business, but he's very, very, very Has clever. his need to create some in some sort of way mm. or express in some unique fashion. Like I know for me, I, I cannot live without expressing or creative expression or some sort. I I will go insane without some sort of creative endeavor in, in, in endeavor. In Denver. I agree. I think I'm the same way. I think I'm so intensely creative. It's like that one dream that I had where um don't bring well, up the Well, thinking about again. water, like the tidal wave and how it was just oh, like, yeah. oh, wow, look at this ginormous fucking tsunami coming at me. And I was like, not really scared where most people would be running for their lives. And I was like, I'm going to risk it. <laughs> and I let it come over me. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was my like, reasoning in the day. I was like, I'll hey, risk Jim, it. Because I'm risky like that. I very uh, adventurous or whatever and uh, and then I could breathe underwater and I was like oh well that was a good risk there I mean like just like that like interpreting as far as emotion taken in that fashion you can change like the core root of your interpretation in the sense mm. of focusing instead on, on creative endeavor endeavor what? I keep saying in Denver. In Denver, because I live next to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his dream is calling Creative him Denver. in Denver. Interestingly uh, enough. I'm curious if he has some creative business idea that he's a little afraid of expanding into. You would not be wrong. 
I don't know. I don't know that, like, yeah. um, I don't know for sure. But I think you're right. I've had intuitive hits about this. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, there's definitely some very interesting desires to be extremely creative, to to make something of himself. Yeah. It's like to think of the shark and then them coming out of the element like if he does or if he's kind of have the guidance lately of new ideas or a new something an endeavor to start uh, I mean just think of that shark evolving and getting legs and, and stuff like that and getting he, I would say he feels like the creatures of the creative element say water come he might feel like he's out of his element coming out of the you know where he feels like it's supposed to and feels like where he's capable or, or comfortable with which is often with businesses and starting new endeavors yeah there are a few things going on yeah. at work and then like a, a separate side thing and then school so there are a couple things and I think he's expressed definitely his hesitation in all of them for thinking he's not capable yeah. enough he's not capable enough he's like uh, uneasy yeah it's you know it's dang Devin it's you're taking, good and there's so much like that. You can take a different perspective with dream interpretation. As far as there's symbolism to everything, several different directions and angles. And you can then translate the whole dream differently by taking a different aspect of what does this represent to the person specifically take a little more psychological interpretation of what they think of as water or how much have they dealt with water in their lives and, and all these different things mm. but yeah I do plan on teaching a, a dream interpretation course and, and even you and I talked about doing something about that right? yeah yeah, I, I love dream it, interpretation. I've been fascinated by it since I was a kid. I actually had all of these books when I was like 12, 13, 14 um, of dream interpretation. I like kept finding these dream interpretation books. I don't even know yeah. where. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah. It's been always been like called. Called to the mystics. The call of the mystic. Yeah, right? Like, they just kept... These books kept showing up in my life, and now I'm like, oh, oh, okay. That's like... Those are like little... Ding, ding, ding. Like the bells ringing. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> on my ear. <laughs> and I was little, so... And, and naive, young and naive, and totally not aware. And just was like, oh, dreams are cool. Yeah. And that's kind of all you need, just to get intrigued. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're basing your personality off of just no dreams are cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Wow, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. We've got to we've got to do that like Yeah, I think we we should collect a bunch of dreams and then have like the one episode for that. So, share us your dreams, everyone. Listen. Yeah. All three of you. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and all the replay viewers, you'll have more people on your YouTube and stuff, no? Yeah. Yeah, occasionally. I mean, it's all over the place. I don't know. It's not predictable. I know. Wherever you're <laughs> watching or going. listening, we would love to have dreams to interpret because it's fun and it's informative and it's useful and it's creative so yeah. I think it keeps us all happy I think teaching a whole course on, and using dream interpretation examples to teach a course on how to do it where they can take it in their home and in your nice little comfort of your own place I think it's a great idea on the comfort awesome. of your own couch. <laughs> oh, you don't even need clothes on for this course. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I do. Wait. Why? Why? I have a question, Devin. Yes. Why was I describing my sex life? Was it because it was a bedroom? That's typically what the bedroom associates with. That's, That's why I said it's not necessarily true, but it does kind of, you know, what do you think of the bedroom and where and what, you know, you get psychological interpretation. It's not the only idea, but it is the funniest or the funnest to talk about. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I like talking about it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> But also, interestingly enough, I have a lot of dreams in my, like, where I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> Don't space. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the setting happens to be a bedroom. There's a bed there, but I'm, it's not erotic dreams. I mean, just, like, I have situations in my room, like... Like you're, whatever you're I'll be sitting and have a conversation or I'll be like I don't know doing stuff or whatever like things happen in my dreams and it happens to be the room yeah and the, uh, you told me that you had dreams where you're sleeping in the dream and stuff like that <laughs> yeah weird you can Wait, interpret it in so, all sorts of fashions. Really, what we want to do is make a connection with what you believe about yourself. So it's it's something within your psyche already, and we want to make that connection to the interpretation. It could be many things, but what is it to you is the real question. So, I mean, maybe you think if we want to associate your bedroom to the sexual life, and you're sleeping in it, and you're just sleeping in the bedroom maybe might represent something do you not much happening sleeping there. really apathy <laughs> there's just not much happening that's what i think <clears throat> yeah. 
Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on when you're having it and what's going on. It could be all sorts of things. And it really, it does need to be somewhat of a current dream because our psyche does change often. Yeah. I, this is so amazing. I think it's so great to be able to talk about, I don't know if it's me or just my personality, whatever, but it's amazing to be able to talk about it with you because you give me like five other different angles to think about my dreams. And if I was the only one really kind of interpreting I would never be able to see it from all those different sides. It's almost like my ego has this like one thing and then the entirety of what the dream is is so much bigger than what I could fathom. Yeah. In a way, when you're telling the story of the dream, if you want to interpret it, you just kind of tell the details of the story and then think of it as symbolic. So as far as the biggest symbol and largest imagery in, in the dream, if you identify that, like the water for that dream was very prominent throughout the whole thing. And we took it as emotion. And then we kind of build off of, you know, what mm -hmm. are they doing with emotion? What is, what's happening with, you know, fishing and little bites? And you tell the story with the little you know what in different words like the evolving and building and you just take the symbolism you know what is going on here that's you know more so than the obvious imagery that's going on like what does it represent right yeah so it's cool yeah I love going back to my other dreams that we've already discussed and finding new little nuggets. <laughs> Wait, I'm losing you. Ah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. But no. Wait. Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. There we go. Anyway. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, sorry. Okay, good. Anyway. No, we're good. But that might be our cue. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury retrograde strikes again. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for being here and, and doing this with me. Very much appreciate your time. And anybody Likewise, out there. I always enjoy this so much. So, everybody, have a beautiful, wonderful night out there in TV or internet land? What is it, land? What is it, land now anyways? I don't know, internet land? Anyway, I'll push a few buttons here and get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone for joining and fill out the form. Yeah, the form. Look it up, openandclear.com. We just want friends, just join with us. Yeah. Just join with us. There's Come no, be in our group. We might let you know about the courses that we're going to develop soon, but we're not like spamming and crazy stuff, so don't. We're not selling your information, really. I don't even know where to start with it. 